everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of the new year of Lads Odd. I'm one of your hosts, Johnny Townsend. Thank you for joining me. And also joining me, as always, is... What's up, dude? What's going on, man? (laughs) (laughs) Almost for a second there, it sounded like you were going to... I didn't know if you were going to like break into song or <laughs> or what was happening there. I was hoping this was our musical episode and we just kind of <laughs> put it on people. All of a sudden, I'm Hugh Jackman. And I just start singing. Yeah. What if we just did that once? Just don't tell anybody we're doing it. And just one episode of just us doing a musical. <laughs> I think that would be probably the best and worst episode of all time, but yes. all for the yep. same reason. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I once saw a ghost. In my backyard. (laughs) (laughs) So you already got it right there. That's the premise of it. That's it. Thanks a lot, guys. That was our musical episode. Well, yep. That's uh, been the musical episode of That's Odd. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Uh, So it's another, it's a new year. Is this the first episode of That's Odd of the New Year or the second? It's the first, right? I feel like it's the, oh, it's kind of, what did we do? Did we drop it? That's a good question. I think we dropped that thought at the very beginning of the year. It was supposed to come out on New Year's Eve, and it didn't. It came out like New Year's Day, I think. Which means we recorded it before the New Year, though. True. This is the first recording of that There we go. There we go. Now, do we have any... For the show, for our show, History Creeps and That's Odd, which are kind of under the same umbrella here, do we have any uh, New Year's resolutions for this show, do you think? Uh, I don't know. I know you, we, we've been talking a lot about maybe trying to break the show off and have it be its own little nugget of a thing. Um, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? What, what should we do with that? Should we ask the listeners what they'd like? Would they like to just have history creeps be history creeps and have that thought as its own thing? Or you Well, want- I have an opinion, but this is going way, way behind the scenes for everybody. But you know what? <laughs> Who cares? Uh, we, me and you and our buddy Brandon do a another show that i think should be its own thing and i think that's how we have it set up yeah so therefore personally though i'm not against splitting that's all up from history Crease, personally i'd rather just keep these two together okay that was my thought exactly the first time but then we talked about it and then i remember you saying that one time you wanted it to be its own thing and i thought why don't we do it for let the listeners let us know but yeah if you and i agree at the same time then on it that's cool right. well the well the reason i brought that up is we had mentioned before just me and you, and I think we even talked to Carter about this at some point, of uh, having it set up. We haven't done it yet, so this is one of our resolutions, uh, where people who listen to us can call in and tell us in a personal experience they've had with something uh, out of out of what isn't usually normal, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah, I like that, dude. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So it'd be like your ghost sightings, or, or maybe you saw like some weird, strange creature in the woods, or... Or whatever it may be. Or maybe, well, they, we can... or maybe they know local legends. They know stories that yes. we don't know, something that they can really get, you know, tell us about. And I think that's cool, dude. I like that. Yeah. So that's that's one of the things that we would like to do. So uh, follow how much do uh, they have the to show. how much do they have to pay us to do that? Like are we uh, hundreds them for this? Oh of course we are hundreds of thousands <laughs> of dollars for this. I mean this is a privilege. <laughs> um no we act- I know we have a, a Gmail account, History Creeps. I can't remember if it's History Creeps Podcast or just historycreeps at gmail.com. So. That's how much we use it. <laughs> uh, well, I, what I was going to say is yeah. you can actually follow us 
or like our page on Facebook and contact us through there, through that way. As if you're fact, interested or, or you have a story in which you would like to share and we can kind of start getting that set up. Matter of fact, that's the, that's the key. You have to contact us through Facebook. You have to follow the yep. page and then you can send us a message through there. Uh, yeah. And we'll get, we'll get going. That sounds awesome, dude. We'll create a, our own little segment uh, for a special yeah. we'll, and we'll announce it ahead of time. So people know when we're recording and, and they can, well, first they'll, we'll let, we'll let them know that we're opening it up for uh for the segment for the episode and based on the feedback, whoever's available for when we're recording, we'll do it. Right. Yes. So yeah. that's one of our resolutions. I don't know of any other ones. We could also do if they have means of recording it themselves, like recording it, they could always send it to us. Anytime oh, you yeah. guys have any kind, that's a new thing we could do too. Like anybody out there that's listening to the show, if you have a story that you could want to get to us, but you don't, you're not able to call in, or you don't, you maybe feel weird about recording and calling in at the same time. Uh, record yourself, tell us a story, and uh, contact us through History Creeps, and, I, and I'll let you know how you can get it to me. And we'll uh, maybe if it has to do whenever it has to do with the show, we'll, we'll uh, feature it at the end of the episodes. We'll pl- we'll play like all these little. Maybe it'll be like a thing where you're checking the messages as, as you're signing out. You'd be like, oh, yeah. you know, let me check, let me check the messages yeah. as we get out. And, and until then, stay odd. And then you hear the like click thing, and all of a sudden yeah. you hear beep. And then we'll yeah. let them play out all these people's messages. Beep. Um, I saw a ghost in my parents' house. <laughs> beep. You guys suck. Beep. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they'll all be. Beep. Why do you have? Why do you got that redneck on your show? Beep. When you guys gonna end the show? Beep. It should have ended years ago. Beep. <laughs> I wish you well, guys it, were ghosts. <laughs> Beep. I'm gonna make you a ghost. Beep. Uh, so this is that's odd. This is of course for you and I. Uh, we decided that Carter can have the day off for these. Yeah. Because he's a dad and all this stuff, blah 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 blah. He's too busy. And, he's too uh, busy being a father to Princess Leia. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And so this is where me and you get together, and we kind of bring some some smaller, strange stories to the table that may that will probably not be long enough for a full episode of History Creep, sort of. <laughs> and I guess I'll go first on this one because uh, you know I said I would. Cool. <laughs> all right, uh, we're going to go to the year. Now stay with me, Chris. We're going to go to the year. 1731. This is a long time ago, obviously. And there is a man by the name of Robert Jenkins. He happened to be a captain of a British merchant ship. Uh, apparently, once one time when he was on his ship, a Spanish coast guards happened to stop his ship. They boarded his ship and they pillaged his ship. Now, this is not all that happened either. They also decided, for whatever reason, the, the details are sketchy, uh, to uh, cut off one of his ears. What? Yeah. So, this was in 1731. 1739. This is eight years later after Robert Jenkins' ear had been cut off. Uh, Captain Robert Jenkins himself appeared before the House of Commons... Of course, that's like the uh, the British uh, Congress sort of thing, uh, and and it's alleged. There's no uh, a lot of people who were there claim this is the truth, but you, there's no like actual documents claiming this. But it's the story that's told. Uh, but it's alleged that Robert Jenkins brought and presented what he claimed to be his ear that was cut off eight years before. <laughs> okay, now. Uh, 
Britain, now this is what's important. I got to set the background for this while I'm even telling you this. Uh, Britain was already at this point in 1739, uh, overall very weary and upset and up in arms with the Spanish because they had started doing a thing where they would board and mess with British ships. So uh, when this came out, even though it happened, you know, eight years before, it was enough to help fan the flames, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And it helped to push Britain into declaring war on Spain. Ultimately, ultimately, this war would become uh, would would uh, ultimately the war became over the land between. This is where it kind of brings us here in the States into this. Uh, there was land between South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. It's like a strip of land near the coast there. And that's what they ultimately started fighting over. This war lasted from 1739 to 1748. It became known as the Battle of Jenkins' Ear. <laughs> <laughs> That's which is amazing. by far which is by far one of the greatest names for any war that I've ever heard. No kidding. Uh, this war itself, however, would go on to become a part of the War of the Austrian Succession, which ultimately would lead to the hundreds of thousands of soldiers losing their lives. So oh, the actual war and battle itself was horrible and terrible, but also uh you know how I also said that this little battle that kind of started over uh, Robert Jenkins' cut-off ear yeah. uh, was kind of also over some land between that's in between what we know of today as South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. Uh, none of that was changed. <laughs> it stayed the same. <laughs> so, um, of course, if people don't know, the Spanish at this time had kind of uh, uh, had land in Florida. And, uh, you know, the British had obviously settled in the, in the colonies by that time. So this was... Uh, right before the civil the civil war this is right before the revolutionary the american revolutionary war so interesting yeah. so that um, was the battle of jenkins ear so like they're all already there's issues with the bat you know the land and they're struggling right. and fighting the english don't like the spanish and vice versa right, right? um yes. they're on the brink like there there's little skirmishes but they're on the brink of war it hasn't happened just yet right correct so but they're, they're, but they're debating, already very annoyed with but each other. But there's a debate, yeah. you know, in England at the House of Commons, however it works, there's this debate. There's this the men are yelling at each other like, we should go to war. And the other guy's like, no, we can work it out. Blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden the doors open and oh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. And there's a hush over the crowd. And there's a, oh, yeah. all of a sudden it's Robert Jenkins. Jenkins. And he's got this yeah. box in his hand. Yeah. Right. Good day, sir. And he's walking uh, straight I present up. to you my ear. Damn it! it was kill the Spaniards! <laughs> Look what they did to Jenkins! <laughs> That's it! Bloody hell! It was the ear that set it off. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, well, what would eventually happen if you look into this, <laughs> which is this happens in a lot of conflicts between countries, uh, certain um, uh, certain people in select countries have an interest in places going to war. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of people really kind of uh, think that they use Jenkins' ear, this whole incident, as a thing to help flame. Like, they really pushed it out to the public on purpose. They were going to go and, regardless. So they were just like, yeah. use the ear. This is perfect. Yeah. 
Yeah, because uh, they really they really set this as this poor guy was just minding his own business in his ship when the Spanish you know boarded his ship and cut off his ear for no reason. When in reality, like it's just a couple of guys from the House of Commons are like sitting side by side on either side of him on the on the uh, on the carriage ride home. Hello, yeah. Mister <laughs> Jenkins. He's like, yeah. what's up, fellas? He's like, uh, you're gonna do your country service. What's that? Slice. Ah! Yeah, yeah, what if they did it? It's a freshly cut off ear. <laughs> Hold on, he's going to send about eight years. Come back and see us later. He's going to send it to his uh, his girlfriend because he heard that one painter did that. That's <laughs> that's so horrible, dude. That's so yeah. crazy to think, right? Like the small. Uh, think about all the different other wars. Like what it is that could have really made it, like just set it off. The littlest thing yeah. that like, they were teetering on whether or not to go to war, and then this, and all of the then the leader or whoever it was was like, "Do it, fire." Yeah, well, there's been plenty of times in I mean throughout humanity's history where. Uh, certain things were definitely used to fan those flames, as as I said oh, before. Oh, for and sure. And they would, you know, and they would definitely take facts and kind of skew them to help their. I mean, that happens today in today's politics, even. So yeah, it's, there's like, it's nothing new. There's those theories, those conspiracy theories that even World War II, like apparently that the American government knew that the Japanese were going to attack Pearl Harbor, but did nothing, right? So that it right. would, you know, it would allow us to. And some people say it wasn't even the the Japanese that did it that. Maybe we did it, you know what I mean, to our to our own. Um, yeah, it's crazy. There's all kinds of rabbit hole theories that you can go down. Oh yeah, and we have, and we probably will at some point. <laughs> but that was the battle of Jenkins' ear. The battle of Jenkins' ear. Oh, the battle is- of Jenkins' ear. I was gonna say this isn't the the, the musical. All right, <laughs> that'd be a great title for a song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, a whole musical. It'd be a great title for a whole musical. Yeah, they need to make that entire thing a musical now. Yeah, I'm down for it. <laughs> All right, my story uh, that I'm bringing to you, this one we really could go in-depth on, and so because of it, I, I thought, you know, I'm going to present this as a short one for that side, but then at some point in the future, we really should address this entire, um, uh, I don't even know what you'd call this, this phenomena um, on do, History do, Creeps. Do, do, do. <laughs> phenomena. Do, 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 do. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So um, I sent this to you earlier, and you said uh, you had never heard of a woman by the name of Barbara Carlin. Well, I, the name did not ring a bell. That doesn't mean I haven't heard of them before. That's so why I'm very curious about what this is. All right. So I had come across this on one of these documentaries I'd read. Oh, maybe it was like a Mysteries at the Museum or something. I saw this and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Read up on it more and I was like, oh, wow. One of the sites I found uh, had a really good um, article on it. So I'm just going to read parts of it to kind of get the story out here. But it's written by a woman by uh, by the name of Nell Rose. Um, so who is Barbara Carlin? Let me ask you this before we get into this. And when I say phenomena, uh, I'm going to address it right now. What are your thoughts, Johnny, on the idea of reincarnation? Ooh. Uh... I uh, personally, if you're asking me my personal beliefs, <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know if I believe in that. Yeah, but there. To be fair, though, there have been some strange things that have happened throughout history, right? Strange occurrences and stuff that I probably couldn't explain. But have I don't you know. ever, have you ever thought, like any time in your life, have you ever had a weird feeling that? Like that you had been alive at a different time, like a different era, or like maybe have you ever been somewhere and been like, I've never been here before, but this place is 100% familiar. Like I know this place. I've definitely done the latter of what you just said. I've had deja vu moments 
where I know about, for a fact about, uh, that I have tables and chairs. Yeah. Oh my, <laughs> I have I've had those as well. <laughs> the latter. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> We're on fire today. <laughs> I'll probably just cut that out. Nope. Leave it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you've had that feeling of, of where like right. you've been somewhere. You're like, wait, haven't I been here before? Yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. I've definitely had many moments and I think everybody's at least had a few of that whole, uh, this has happened to me before, or I've been here before, even though you don't necessarily think you've actually been there before. Okay, so aside from the deja vu feeling of I've been here before, have you ever been somewhere before and been like, I've been here before, and then could literally f- move around the place and, and knowing exactly where to go and what's what? I don't know if I'd go that far. I've been to places uh, before that I felt like when I've once I've like I'm on a tour or something, if it's some kind of historical place or yeah. something, uh, like, you know, they will take us down a hallway or something. I was like, I feel like I've been in this hallway before, but I wouldn't have been able to get to that hallway if that's what you're asking. Okay, cool. So the story of Barbara Carlin. Uh, Barbara Carlin was born in Sweden in 1954. Her first book was published at the tender age of 12. It was a book, wow. a book of poetry. Yeah, she was actually a very prolific writer at such a young age. Uh, the book went on to be one of the most popular books in Sweden. Uh, since then, she had written and published nine further volumes of poetry and prose. She has also worked as a mounted policewoman and trained and completed in uh, trained and competed in dressage for many years. I think that's like what is that dressage? Is that like their form of uh, like uh, pageants and stuff? Oh, I wonder. I'm not sure to be honest with you. If yeah, a listener know knows, either. go ahead and comment underneath the uh, the episode on uh, this episode on Facebook. Let us know. Uh, yeah, we're just guessing. But it's her early life that is most startling. Ever since she was a small child, she dreamed of another life. The fear would overcome her, and she would wake up shaking and frightened. She had horrible dreams for as long as she could remember. The most startling thing began when she was about two years old. She told her mother and her father her name was not Barbara. It was, in fact, Anne. Her mother dismissed it as just a fantasy. Barbara carried on having the dreams and couldn't understand why she felt she was living in two worlds. Uh, let's fast forward a little bit here. So over uh, by the time she was six years old, her parents were concerned that their daughter was going crazy. So they took her to a psychiatrist. Um, by this time, Barbara began to realize that nobody believed what she was saying. When she visited the psychiatrist, she didn't tell him her stories. She was afraid that she would be taken away, and so she kept quiet. Psychiatrist informed her parents that she was a little, a normal little girl and not to worry. She just had, you know, basically a, a wild imagination. Uh, yeah. And that the Anne must be an imaginary friend. Um, she would soon outgrow it, right? <clears throat> right. She never did. She became introverted, decided to keep quiet about it, but the memories did not go away. At the age of seven, she started school. She was so pleased to realize that now she could read and write. She secretly started to write down her old memories, but after writing them, she threw the paper away in case others found it. So, uh, let me fast forward a little bit here in the article. At the age of 10, Barbara was taken on a trip to Europe by her parents. Soon they came to Amsterdam, and her parents decided to take in all the sites. And of course, one of these sites was the house of Anne Frank. Uh Uh-oh. After calling for a cab, Barbara suddenly turned around to them and said, We don't need a cab. I know exactly where we are and how to get to the house. The parents were startled and replied, How do you know this? We've never been here before. But Barbara just turned to them and quietly replied, 
let me show you the way. Her parents didn't know what to think, but they said okay, and they started to walk to the house. Crossing roads, turning corners, Barbros led them uh, and said, it's just around the next corner. And she was right. As they entered the house, Barbara was heard to say, they have changed the steps outside. Her parents didn't know what to say, but as they entered the house, Barbara began to get really horrible feeling. She, uh, this was her dream. The atmosphere was clingy. She felt a tightness in her chest, total and undeniable fear. The dreams were suddenly real and right in front of her. They entered the room where Anne Frank lived. Barbara was terrified. Her hands were cold and clammy, and her mother believed that she was ill. She wanted to take Barbara outside, but Barbara said no. She said she wanted to see it, to make sure everything was the same that she remembered, but the feelings were getting worse. She noticed that Anne Frank's pictures were still on the wall, and she excitedly told her parents, look, the pictures are still there, but there were no pictures there. What are you talking about? Her mother asked. The pictures were there. I know they were, Barbara replied. So her mother walked over to one of the men who worked there and asked if there had been pictures on the wall. The man replied, yes, they had taken them down because the people were taking them. Then her mother realized that it was real. Everything Barbara had said since childhood was true. She hugged her and told her that now she understood. So she grows up, though, to continue to have these memories, and she writes a book about it. She has a book uh, that she put out um, about her experiences and like all the memories she had. And uh, what was the name it's of it? Kind of like a diary. <laughs> the diary of barbara carlin um there's a it's the book is called uh, and the wolves howled and mm-hmm. it's dude it's really crazy so what do you think about that now i've definitely heard of different cases i haven't heard of this one specifically but i've heard of other cases of children uh who claim or will start saying some strange things about something happened in a past life and that's what i want to do a round table on for yeah. sure yeah so that's definitely interesting so yeah, that's really, really fascinating. But like, how, how how could you explain that? You know what I mean? Like, because Anne Frank died in 1945. I think her book right. was published in 47, 48. Uh, Barbara was born in 53. And, right. And by the time she's two, so 55, she's talking about this. And the book itself, Anne Frank, uh, the, the Diary of Anne Frank, wasn't published in Swedish language until much later than that. Hmm. Yeah, right? And this little girl's walking around, and you're like, hey, Barbara, come over here. She's not listening to you. And you're like, what's the matter? Is she deaf? She t- turns, and she's like, I'm not Barbara. I'm Anne. Yeah. Wouldn't that freak you out, dude? Like, do you, yeah, do you, have, you have nieces or nephews? <laughs> I got. I have both, yes. So you call one by their name, and they, they just totally ignore you. So you kind of go over, and you're like, how come you're not listening to me? What's the matter with you? And they're like, oh, I didn't hear you call me. I called you your name, so-and-so. Uh, no, my name is Kevin. Yeah, wait. What? I mean, who names their who names their kid so and so? Wait, <laughs> that's a strange name. Do you want to know? This is not even a lie. There was a girl I went to in elementary school uh, in Florida. <laughs> okay. Her name was So So. Oh wow, swear. that's parents that are just swear. cruel to me. Swear. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Like, uh, I literally, I literally, this is true. I literally knew a guy named Sue. <laughs> a legit. That was his legit name. Nice. What do you think yep. about this, this though, this story? Because when I heard this story, I remember thinking, that is just crazy. And then, like, when she goes there and is able to walk her parents right to the house, you know, yeah. and I'm sure by that age, you know, what, she 12? Maybe she did see maps on, on in school and read the book by now and knew all that. But you know what I mean? Like, it's just weird that she had all these 
dreams and these feelings and these memories when she was a little girl. Like you don't expect little children to have memories of older things. How can they understand or where would they get that from? Right. And I give this a little more credence just because it happened before the internet era, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so this one's, this one's definitely strange. I do really enjoy these stories and find them very, uh, I don't, cause they're not really creepy to me, but they're very fascinating. I used to have this weird, weird theory that like, what if when you die, you don't even realize you died. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, say, let's say right now we're talking and we're doing the podcast. Well, all of a sudden a plane goes down and crashes into your house and you die in that moment, right? Well, why's that got to be me? <laughs> well, or in my house <laughs> and I die in that moment. I feel like there's this instantaneous blink of where you're, it still goes on as if it never happened. Do you know what I mean? Like there's this almost alternate yeah. reality where it didn't happen. So your life essence, your soul, whatever it is, moves right into that one. Like there's no break in that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Whereas, a, whereas on the yeah. other side of it, like I didn't die. So you're gone. You moved into that side of it. I have to deal with you not being on this side of it anymore. Isn't that weird? That is very weird. And I like how you made sure I died again. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> are you just trying to do a show by yourself is this what this is <laughs> actually I, this is the next resolution listeners we need a new co-host <laughs> uh, we I, are fired Johnny <laughs> I've just always thought about like because if you thought about parallel dimensions or anything like that yeah. that could work that way but it, it's just a very fascinating idea that there are people in this world who, without any knowledge of other things, have these memories. And it's like, where does that come from? Why did that happen? How? How is that? Yeah. And it's happened many times throughout history, because like I said, I've definitely heard of things similar to this. I don't know if there was ever, uh, like, uh, I think one of the ones I really remember was on, like, on an episode of Unsolved Mysteries, and some guy started having these weird, strange dreams or whatever, and come to find out when he went to a therapist and they and he talked about all these things, he was apparently having uh, repressed memories of some guy who died in World War II in battle. He was a soldier or something like that. But, like, he knew the guy's name and knew where he was from and all this stuff, and there'd be no reason for him to know any of that. See, isn't that strange? Yeah. Man, that's weird. It fascinates me. So, yeah, I think we should do a roundtable for it because we could could all go off and find a whole bunch of different stories and come to the table with different stories and be kind of cool. Yeah, there's definitely plenty to choose from, I think. Oh, show. There was one other, uh, not to do with this story, though, um, just because we're at the end of the episode here now, there was one other uh, New Year's resolution. I wanted to throw you away, see what you thought. We don't have to go this way or not. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm just kind of getting tired at the end of every episode of every podcast we do. Where it's just kind of like, hey, find us here, blah, 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 blah. Like, I feel like the people listening to us have heard it a trillion times and they start to really zone out at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. uh, you want to sing that part. I know what you're, I know where you're going. Me personally, I don't, I just don't even want to throw anything out there. They know where it is, but I think what I'm going to do with every new episode that comes out moving forward is all of our, our online information, our websites, our Twitter is all going to be in the info of the podcast. You can see it there. Do you know what I mean? Oh, so we don't have to make the people listen to it. Is that what it is? I mean, like if you'd like to, you're more than welcome to, but I don't want to make you feel unless you feel like you want to do it. And I'll just do it and just kind of like, nope, if you're not doing it, I'm not doing it. <laughs> um, okay, bye. <laughs>
<laughs> yep. Let's just run away. That's how, we, that's how we start ending them now. This is your fault. <laughs> well, I guess uh, that's that's it for Chris. Oh, I'm sorry. For Chris Chavez. I wish I could do it like that guy from Saturday Night Live used to do it. Chris Chavez. Oh, he's awesome, dude. Yeah. For Chris Chavez. I'm Johnny Townsend. Thanks for listening. And as always, uh, stay odd. <laughs>